Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I've traveled, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome aboard. I am Rudy Maxa, your genial radio show host. And you're in Rudy Maxa's world. Top of the weekend to you. Well, top of the morning if it's morning when you're listening. Top of the afternoon if it's afternoon. And top of the evening, if it's the evening, on this St. Patrick's Day weekend. Now, if you're a first-time listener and you've just happened upon uh, this station, well, fix it on your car radio or keep it on your radio at home because you've just tuned into the country's most widely syndicated radio travel show. If you'd like to travel, you're in the right place because every weekend at this time and on this station, we look at travel a dozen different ways. We talk to guys who write travel books, women who write travel books. We talk to sea captains, to hotel butlers, to chefs, to gentlemen hosts on cruise ships, to travel historians, to airline pilots travel website founders. The list is a long one. My goal is to entertain you and also save you money while you travel. This hour, we're going to talk with a writer who picked up a copy of Arthur Frommer's classic guidebook published in 1963 called Europe on $5 a Day. His name is Douglas Mack, and he decided to recreate Frommer's tour through eight countries to see how travel has changed or not changed in the last 49 years. Then we'll be joined by Arthur Frommer himself. I want to get his reaction to Douglas Mack's book, which is titled Europe on Five Wrong Turns a Day. We'll check a list of the very best beaches in the U.S. and in the world, as judged by the millions of travelers who post on TripAdvisor.com. And as I often say, you don't have to travel any further than your own hometown to qualify as a traveler. Later this hour, we'll meet a man who's determined to walk down every single block in his hometown of Minneapolis. He's three years into that task, and he's only got 500 miles left on the 1,600 miles of streets in that city. We'll learn the backstory to his most unusual quest. Uh, as usual, I'll have a few uh, attractive uh, travel deals for you toward the end of the hour, but let's begin with a look at the news and travel this week. Well, it's a crapshoot every spring in Washington, D.C., as the city plans its annual Cherry Blossom Festival, but the unusually early warm spell that's hit the East Coast and other parts of the states uh, just the last couple of weeks have thrown the plans for the celebration for a loop. And this year's a big one. It's the 100th anniversary of the festival. Earlier this month, the National Park Service predicted the blossoms would peak between March 24th and the 31st. But the blossoms are already out. If you've been watching the backgrounds of various news reporters reporting out of the White House or elsewhere in D.C., you've probably seen some of the blossoms uh, in the background. So the main festival days have been moved up to the 20th. That's this coming Tuesday through the 23rd. Uh, thus frustrating the well-laid plans of out-of-towners who might have reserved hotel rooms for later this month. The average date for peak blossom viewing, the average, not this year, of course, but generally over the last 100 years, has been April 4th. And here we are on the weekend of the 17th, so it's really early. As I mentioned, this is the 100th anniversary of the festival. It was in 1912 that the city of Tokyo gifted Washington with 3,000 cherry blossom trees that ring the tidal basin and light the entire city of D.C. up with pink blossoms for about a week or so each spring. Well, you'd think a state with the country's first female Latina governor would have more sense, especially a state whose population is 46% Hispanic or Latino in origin. But someone in New Mexico messed up big time when New Mexico's state tourism office began planning a new campaign to attract visitors. First, it hired a Texas-based company to produce a new series of ads, which right away didn't thrill locals. 
Then someone posted an ad for people to put in those advertisements. The ad sought real people and specifically mentioned light-skinned Hispanics. Need I say more? Tourism officials had no immediate comment when the news broke on Friday, but I'm guessing when those ads do finally appear, you're going to see a whole rainbow of complexions. Well, it's spring break, and if your thoughts have turned to heading to the beach, where will you find the best ones? Leslie Carlin helped launch TripAdvisor.com way back in 2000. Uh, she writes a blog for TripAdvisor as well, and she and her colleagues have called the millions of comments from men and women who post on their website to come up with a list of the top five beaches in the U.S. and the top five beaches in the world. Welcome to Rudy Max's World, Leslie. Nice to have you aboard. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. All right, let's start with the United States first. Uh, you've got these five beaches, and let me understand if I let me see if I understand the methodology correctly. You called comments from people who posted. You didn't specifically say what's your favorite beach. Exactly. Yeah, we looked at all the millions of reviews and opinions that came into TripAdvisor during 2011, and from that we were able to derive these lists. Okay, so people didn't even know they were voting for their favorite beach when they wrote about them. No, no, not necessarily. We just, uh, you know, we dive into the data and we can kind of extract it from there. All right. So you want to take the top five in the U.S., beginning with number five? Sure. Yeah, let's go that way. Number five is Honolulu. Um, so, you know, legendary surfing destination, um, you know, just all around fantastic beach destination. Um, Are we talking Waikiki here? Um, yeah, we're talking... Uh, um, Alamona Beach Park, uh, you definitely Waikiki. Um, our users like uh, Hanama, I'm probably massacring that, <laughs> Hanama Bay Na Nature Preserve as well. Because, because some, uh, some parts of Waikiki, as anybody who's been there knows, can get pretty crowded and pretty narrow during high tide. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, uh, overall, it's, you know, I think people who are into the, the surfing and, you know, water sports in general, they, they just love it. Okay, and then and then you've got the other side of the island, of course, in Oahu, which right, is the North yeah. Shore. Yeah. And did that count? Did you include the North Shore when you talk about Honolulu, or no? Um, no, I think this is more Honolulu proper. Okay. All right, and number four. Number four, Virginia Beach in Virginia. Really? Um, yeah, you know, it's uh, it's your classic seaside resort. So you've got the boardwalk, you've got lots of uh, you know lots of family friendly restaurants. Uh, really popular with travelers with kids. And as I recall, that's an enormous beach. Yeah, yeah, and also there's there's so much to do in the area around. You know, golf, um, sea kayaking, hiking, lots of stuff like that. Okay, number three. Number three is Myrtle Beach. So sort of, you know, in the in a way, in the same vein as Myrtle Beach, very family-friendly. Um, same vein as Virginia Beach, you mean? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yes, exactly. It's like Virginia Beach. Um, but, yeah, it's family-friendly, great swimming, great sunbathing, and, uh, you know, just lots of family-friendly attractions. Okay, number two. Number two is Miami Beach, um, home of the beautiful people. <laughs> um, so there's uh, definitely different there. You're going to find great beaches and also quite a nightlife and restaurant scene. And I can't imagine what's number one. Is it in Southern California? No, no. Actually, it is St. Pete Beach in Florida. Wow. That is a pretty beach. Yeah, yeah. And you know what's great about it is I know sometimes when you think Florida beaches, your mind kind of jumps to spring break and crazy college students. Sure. And this is kind of the antithesis of that. It's you know, very, very natural, very family-friendly, and just a really great low-key destination. And our travelers absolutely love that. Leslie, we have about 30 seconds left. Why don't you run through the five world fa most favorite beaches, beginning with number five, real fast. Okay, well, number five is St. Pete Beach. Oh, my um, goodness. I can't believe it placed in the top five in the world. Yeah, it did. Um, number four, Negril in Jamaica. Uh, 
number three, Tulum in Mexico, number two, Palm and Eagle Beach in Aruba, and number one for the second year running is Providenciales in Turks and Caicos. The Turks and Caicos, an hour flight from Miami, I'll be darn. Yeah. Hey, well, Leslie, I really appreciate your dropping by and filling us in. Thank you very much. Thank you. Leslie Garland, HelpStartTripAdvisor.com, still writes a blog for you. You can check her out at TripAdvisor.com. Well, there you go. There are your beaches. Set your sights. Make your bucket list. You got it. And stick around, because coming up next, we're going to talk to a writer who took Arthur Frommer's book from the 60s, Europe on $5 a day, and investigated how tour touring Europe now compares to then. You're in Rudy Max's world. Glad you are. Don't go away. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. I'm happy to bring you the next chapter in a fun contest series sponsored by our friends at Travel Guard. It's one of thousands of true travel tales they receive every year. It was a long time coming for Bruce, his wife, and friends, but now their tour of Peru was finally happening. Somewhere around Machu Picchu, the local cuisine was calling, and baked guinea pig was on the menu. It turned out to be a marvelous weight loss plan. For the rest of the story and a chance to win a Kindle, visit TravelGuard.com forward slash stories. Travel Guard is a worldwide leader in travel insurance and assistance. Hi, I'm Ryan Newman, driver of the number 39 Quicken Loan Chevy for Stuart Haas Racing. I've got a question for you. Want to be my boss? No, really, I'm serious. It can happen when you enter the Quicken Loans You're the Boss sweepstakes. Win, and for one amazing race weekend, you'll be an honorary co-owner of the Stuart Haas Race Team. Enter the Quicken Loans You're the Boss sweepstakes today at qlracing.com. You'll get to hang with me, my other boss, Tony Stewart, and the whole crew. Pretty cool, huh? Oh, and get this, if you win, you'll also walk away with $10,000. Got your attention there, didn't I? So come on, what are you waiting for? Enter the Quicken Loans You're the Boss sweepstakes today at qlracing.com. That's qlracing.com. No purchase necessary. Legal residents of the 50 United States and D.C. 18 and older. Void where prohibited. Promotion ends 4-30-12. For official rules and complete details, visit QLRacing.com. Sponsor, Quicken Loans Incorporated. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Get in the zone! Use your tax refund to do those auto repairs you've been putting off. At AutoZone, we can help make your refund go a long way. From brakes to engines, AutoZone has the quality parts, low prices, and expert advice to help you get your car back in top working order. So don't put it off any longer. Come to AutoZone today and put your tax refund to work before those small repairs become big ones. Because parts are just part of what we do. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Join Rudy Maxa. Call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. Welcome back. This segment of the show is brought to you by our friends at Travel Guard. It's a chartist company and a worldwide leader in travel insurance. Travel Guard protects, excuse me, provides products and services to millions of travelers around the globe and helps ensure leisure and business travelers alike can solve problems and manage risks. Now, right now, you can win a free Kindle if you do this. Go to TravelGuard.com forward slash stories, and you'll read another chapter in a series of true and compelling travel tales uh, that Travel Guard receives every year. They get thousands of stories from their uh, members about their experiences. This story goes behind the scenes on how a tour in Peru leads to a taste of an unexpected 
popular local cuisine, guinea pig. Yep. I'll let you see for yourself what happens. Very short, and uh, you, you just go there and read that. It's very short. As I say, it's only like two paragraphs, and you've got a shot at winning a new Kindle. All you need to do is go to TravelGuard.com forward slash stories. TravelGuard.com forward slash stories. Good luck to you. Uh, speaking of stories... A Minneapolis resident who works as a uh, marketing guy for an architectural firm uh, happened to pick up a copy of the 1963 book that made Arthur Frommer the legend that he is, the travel writer and guru who is still very much with us. I run into him now and then at travel shows, and he has his own radio show with his daughter. And, well, he's, he's the man. Let's put it that way. Um, Douglas Mack picked up a copy at a used book sale of Europe on $5 a day. And thought, well, I wonder how different Europe is now than back in the 60s when Arthur Frommer toured eight countries in Europe. He talked to his mother, who uh, had all kinds of letters of her grand tour of Europe, and he brought those out of footlockers and combined the two and set off and produced a book called Europe on Five Wrong Turns a Day. Douglas Mack joins us. Douglas, welcome to Rudy Max's World. Hi, thanks for having me. Well, now, nice to have you. Um, were you trying, you weren't trying to figure out whether you could live on $5 a day. You really wanted to find out what the experience of going to the same place as Mr. Farmer had gone to was like. Is that a fair summation? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, I, I think I knew that $5 a day wasn't very realistic as a budget these days. Um, that's not going to get you very far in even the cheapest city. Right. And and did you budget a certain amount of money, or were you just going to go and uh, – were you going, let, let me put it this way. Were you going to be staying in youth hostels? Were you looking for inexpensive hotels? What sort of – were you traveling two-star, three-star, five-star? I was traveling based on the precise guidebook uh, recommendations that Mr. Prober had had back in the 1963 guidebook that I was using. So in some cases, those were still youth, youth hostels um, that were still around. But in other cases, the places that I ended up um, might have been hostels or budget hotels back then, but were a little bit pricey and sometimes out of my price range today. So it was sort of a mix, but I was trying to stay on the same route more than uh, try to save, have the same budget. And you also looked for some of the same restaurants, didn't you? Yeah, I did. And, of course, most of those are closed, so I had a lot of experiences where I ended up in some far-flung neighborhood, and uh, it was just uh, uh, something else now. A dry cleaner's. Um, so <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, or a bookstore or something. Um, but there were a fair number of places, um, more so in, say, Rome than in other cities, or in Paris um, had a lot of places that were still open. Um, but, so I was still able to find some of these places that were still open, and frankly, some of them were exactly as he had described them. Um, and, it was sort of like stepping into a time warp. And, Douglas, when you went to places that still existed that uh, Arthur Frommer had written about, did his name still resonate with uh, maybe another generation of, of management? Yeah, here and there it did. Um, many times it didn't because just because the people who worked there were a lot younger, um, sort of my age. But, for example, in Rome, when I pulled up a guidebook at the hotel, I was at a place called um, Hotel Texas, and the, the desk clerk's eyes just lit up, and he said, oh, yes, I remember this. And he pulled out an old brochure that they had from the 1960s, um, and it quoted the, that 19. 60s Europe on $5 a day guidebook as sort of talking about what a great place this is. So he was very excited to see the book and to see the listing and, and to, to talk to me. It was great. Well, did you find the book still helpful in this day and age? 
I did. Um, a lot of the travel tips are still quite pertinent, um, which was great. Um, you know, the, the maps might be a bit outdated. And frankly, I enjoyed also those times when I was led astray um, because I did have this outdated material. I enjoyed the sort of serendipitous discoveries that came from being a little bit ignorant um, and sort of having to get lost and then find my own way. So that was enjoyable, too. Ergo, the title of your book, Europe on Five Wrong Turns a Day. Right, exactly. I did get lost quite a bit, but as I said, that was fun, too. And tell me about your the mom aspect of it. When did your mom do her grand tour of Europe, and how helpful were her letters and notes? Right. So she went in 1967. She was gone for about 10 weeks. She traveled with a friend of hers. And her her letters, interestingly, um, a lot of them had sort of a, an email or Facebook quality to them because, frankly, they, they weren't quite as uh, as lyrical as one as one might expect. Um, or I, sh- I should say that sort of I think we we have this tendency to sort of uh, have this sense that everything in the past was was grand and sort of almost Shakespearean. Um, but her letters were great. Um, they were often just sort of quick updates about what she had for breakfast or things that she had seen the day before. Um, so in terms of sort of guiding me about where to go and what to do, I wouldn't so say that those were as useful as, say, the guidebook, but it was really cool to go to some of these things. Um, my mom didn't think too highly of the loo, for example, um, <laughs> and so, so it was fun to go and, and sort of test her opinion and see if I had the same impression. Gee, it's too bad mom didn't start Facebook after that trip, isn't it? <laughs> Um, uh, Douglas, uh, my guest is Douglas Mack. He's author of a new book. It's called Europe on Five Wrong Turns a Day, and he based his trip through eight countries in Europe on uh, Arthur Frommer's classic Europe on Five Dollars a Day, published in 1963, when he encountered the book in Minnesota at a used book stand, and he combined Mr. Frommer's advice and itinerary with one his mother had taken during a grand tour of Europe, and and out came Europe on Five Wrong Turns a Day. Did you keep a detailed accounting of your budget? Um, I did. I ended up spending, I think, around uh, 100 euros a day, which is not exactly budget tourism, although you could certainly spend a whole lot more than that. So that's about 100, depending on what the dollar was against the euro, it's about $135 a day these days. Right, right, exactly. And when did you take your trip? Um, I did it in two phases. Um, I went to a couple of cities in, in 2008 just sort of as a proof of concept to see if, if it would work at all. And then um, I went back in 2009 and went to another nine or ten cities um, and sort of finished up my own grand tour um, just because I had had so much fun and made so many interesting discoveries during that first session. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Was it fun or was it a job following someone else's itinerary and suggestions? Oh, it was a blast. I loved it, um, especially because there was sort of this scavenger hunt quality to it. As I said, I got lost a lot, um, but that also led to some sort of serendipitous discoveries um, and also just sort of that, that time warp factor of discovering these places that, in a sense, hadn't changed at all in the last 50 years. Or in some cases, what was really fascinating was I would end up in a neighborhood that might have been sort of touristy back then, but now, for various reasons, is more off the beaten path. So it's really interesting to see how the beaten path has changed. And so I, I loved it. I loved using that old guidebook, and I, I would do it again, sure. Can you share one or two of the serendipitous experiences? Yeah, I can. I can. Um, so in Munich, there is this neighborhood sort of to the, the north of, um, of this sort of city center called the Schwarz.
swapping. Um, and back then, I think it was a little bit more touristy than it is today because today, sort of the tourist infrastructure has shifted south toward the Oktoberfest grounds. So I, uh, Fromer describes that area as the Greenwich Village of Munich. And so I went up there um, not really knowing what to expect, and it was really lovely. I ended up at a, a sort of a quiet little bakery and ate my pastry in a little park, and um, it was just this delightful experience that was totally unexpected. And was it the Greenwich uh, Village of, uh, of Munich, or was it the Greenwich, Connecticut now of Munich? I think it was a mix of the two. Um, it certainly had its sort of bohemian, funky spirit, somewhat still intact, although I think it is a little bit more upscale than it was back in the 1960s. All right. Now, you've got, uh, you've got a, uh, a book party coming up, a book tour, actually. You're going to Seattle, Portland, right. San Francisco, Boston, Brooklyn, and Washington, D.C., beginning April 5th. Uh, is there a Correct. place that people can find more information out about that? Yes, absolutely. Go to the book website, which is fiverongturns.com, um, and there are all kinds of details about the book tour and the book and where to get it and all of that. Well, Douglas, I talked to Arthur Frommer um, because he's going to follow you in just a moment. He's been listening to you. Is there anything you'd like to say to him in 15 seconds or less? Um, I just thank him for his legacy and sort of opening up tourism to, to the American masses. I think it's, it's a wonderful legacy, and I appreciate that, and I enjoyed his book very much. Well, he also told me he'd like to have you on his radio show in New York, so I think uh, we'll be sharing your phone number with him, and you may be, may be on, on the Arthur Farmer Show. That would be wonderful. Douglas Mack's book is called Europe on Five Wrong, Five Wrong Turns a Day. You can find more information and about his upcoming media tour at douglasmack.net. We'll be right back and take, get Arthur Frommer's take on this. Don't go away. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at rudymaxa.com. Imagine this, you're enjoying a well-deserved vacation and then, boom, disaster strikes. There's an earthquake, a tsunami, or political upheaval such as last year's crisis in Egypt. Who would you call for help? A deluxe membership from OnCall International provides the vital help you need when your destination becomes unsafe. OnCall International will quickly get you out of danger and evacuate you home, all covered by your membership. Learn more by calling 800-575-5014 or go to OnCallInternational.com or RudyMaxa.com and look under sponsors. My wife's monthly trip to the beauty salon was really adding up. I mean, between dyeing her roots and trimming the dead ends, we were going dead broke. So to save some money, I'm cutting it for her while she sleeps. Shh, shh, no, no, don't wake up yet. Go to sleep, go to sleep. You're almost gorgeous. Oh, she is going to love this. There's an easier way to save. Get online. Go to geico.com. Get a quote. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance.
participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. 33 minutes after the hour, this segment of Rudy Maxa's World is brought to you by On Call International. We all know that sometimes when traveling, the unexpected happens. <laughs> Boy, does it. And when it does, you can protect yourself with a reasonably priced annual membership from On Call International. The company provides assistance you'll need during an unforeseen medical or travel emergency, even a situation like social unrest. I remember On Call uh, airlifted a lot of students out of Egypt at the beginning of that Arab Spring a year ago in January outside of Cairo. From unexpected illnesses to life-threatening accidents, delayed luggage or legal woes, OnCall International gives you the help you'll need to return home or get back to enjoying your trip. You can find more info at OnCallInternational.com or just go to the radio show website, RudyMaxa.com, scroll on down that homepage under Sponsors, and you can click on OnCall. Well, we talked a moment ago with a young man, I think he's young, I don't know how old he is actually, uh, named Douglas Mack, who's written a book called Europe on Five Wrong Turns a Day. He based his book and his journey through Europe Europe on a classic book written by Arthur Frommer in 1963 called Europe on $5 a Day. Arthur Frommer was listening to that interview, and I welcome to the show now. Arthur, welcome to Rudy Max's World. To nice to have you here today. Nice to hear from you. Well, what do you, what do you think? Did you ever think that uh, yeah. this many years, 49 years later, somebody would be <laughs> taking your book and going, I want to do just what Arthur did? Rudy, I was absolutely fascinated with it. I read the entire book this last uh, week. I think it's going to be a bestseller. It's a fabulous read. Now, I am not the most uh, impartial person <laughs> on this subject. I am, I'm very much uh, prejudiced. And, of course, it was, it was largely a, a, a very positive review of my book, although it quite uh, clearly and amusingly uh, set forth all the changes that have happened in the 56 or so years since the book was published. And uh, obviously, you, you sometimes go to a place that was a cheap pension when I wrote about it 56 years ago that has now become one of the one of the most expensive hotels in Paris or Munich or London or wherever uh, Doug Mack traveled to. Uh, there, there was one pension that I wrote up in Paris 56 years ago, which was the place where Oscar Wilde lived when he was exiled from Britain. That, that uh, inexpensive, wonderful pension was taken over a few years ago by a famous designer who changed it into the most expensive single hotel in all of Paris. Is that Lotel? <laughs> it's called Lotel, the yes. one word Lotel. And so obviously <laughs> things have changed in the 56 years since I wrote Europe on $5 a day. Well, I stayed at Lotel once after the designer redid it, and, and I, somebody told me that Oscar Wilde's famous quote was, there was, I'm dying beyond my means. <laughs> Well, now, the nice thing about what Douglas Mack did, Arthur, is you don't have to go back and see all these things. He did it for you. Well, that's right. That's right. And he, he quotes as he goes along. He obviously read my book very carefully and uh, quotes a paragraph here and there, and especially at the beginning of, of each chapter. But he goes beyond that. I was fascinated to see the amount of research he had done into the entire body of literature that deals with tourism in the present age. He has read every book, every article that has made general observations of what mass volume tourism has meant to various uh, popular destinations. And it's a very erudite book, and yet it's, it's amusing and, and, and a wonderful read. And I just uh, couldn't be more delighted about it, even though for, at, at first I read it with great trepidation. I thought it was going to be a knock of, of my book. 
and I kept telling myself, well, things have changed in 50 years. But he, he was very balanced in his viewpoints. Well, did uh, well. Let me let me just tell you. While uh, during the commercial break, Arthur, I went to Amazon.com. Have you looked recently on what your paperback Europe on five dollars a day sells for on Amazon? No, I haven't. There's a new one, and this is a reproduction of the original printing for $99.98. Oh, my gosh. Oh, isn't that incredible? Because when we celebrated our 50th anniversary a few years ago, my publisher uh, photographed the original version of the book and, and put it out. The original version was a very, very small book. I wrote it while I was practicing law very avidly. I had just been released from the Army. I joined a, a giant New York City law firm in its litigation department. I was working six and a half days a week until 10 p.m. at night. I don't know how in the world I ever managed to write this little book. It started out as a, as a hundred and some odd pages, and it grew over the years until it became a big, thick 500-page uh, tome. <laughs> But uh, it, it, it mirrored a magnificent, I think a wonderful chapter in American history in which people of low income in the United States took their courage in hand and said, gee whiz, I can do it. I can travel to Europe. At that time, the entire American travel industry was telling the American public that Europe was impossibly expensive, that you had to save up to it uh, for it, that it was such a war-torn continent that you had to stay in first-class hotels, that you had to eat only in fine restaurants, and you brought an entire uh, trunk of clothing with you in order to be dressed up as you traveled. And I knew from my experience in the Army that this was all hooey. And and uh, I, I've always uh, regarded Europe on five dollars a day, and I think Doug Mack captures this feeling as being somewhat a political book. Uh, I wanted to make the point that even though you didn't have money, if you if you cut back a certain to a certain extent on your normal uh, creature needs. You could afford to go to Europe, and you could have this wonderful experience of uh, surveying the culture that is the heritage of all of us. Well, you did it, Arthur Frommer, and we're so grateful. Go look at uh, Amazon. The original book is selling for $425. Arthur Frommer, thanks for joining. Well, thank you for having me. Take care. What a wonderful guy and what a legend in the travel industry. Nice to have him aboard. Stick around. We'll be right back. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Hi, I'm Ryan Newman, driver of the number 39 Quicken Loan Chevy for Stuart Haas Racing. I've got a question for you. Want to be my boss? No, really, I'm serious. It can happen when you enter the Quicken Loans You're the Boss sweepstakes. Win, and for one amazing race weekend, you'll be an honorary co-owner of the Stuart Haas Race Team. Enter the Quicken Loans You're the Boss sweepstakes today at qlracing.com. You'll get to hang with me, my other boss, Tony Stewart, and the whole crew. Pretty cool, huh? Oh, and get this. If you win, you'll also walk away with $10,000. Got your attention there, didn't I? So come on, what are you waiting for? Enter the Quicken Loans You're the Boss sweepstakes today at qlracing.com. That's qlracing.com. No purchase necessary. Legal residents of the 50 United States and D.C. 18 and older. Void where prohibited. Promotion ends 4-30-12. For official rules and complete details, visit qlracing.com. Sponsor Quicken Loans Incorporated. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Quietus contains homeopathic ingredients traditionally used to provide relief. 
Can you hear that sound? That ringing, that hissing. I can't get to sleep with it. I can't concentrate. I hear it constantly. Everywhere I go, it doesn't go away. It drives me nuts. It's tinnitus. A constant ringing in your ear caused by loud machines. Loud music. Ah, finally. Quietus. I love Quietus. I, I couldn't believe it. No more ringing in the ears. No more hissing sound. Quiet relief so I can work. No more ringing. No more loud fans. And I sleep like a baby. If you're suffering from tinnitus, I urge you to try Quietus. After trying Quietus, the ringing stopped, and I felt like I got my life back. Quietus is real, my friend. Quietus has changed my life. Call right now for your risk-free trial of Quietus at 1-800-713-3379. That's 1-800-713-3379. Stop the ringing now. 1-800-713-3379. That's 1-800-713-3379. Get in the zone. Use your tax refund to do those auto repairs you've been putting off. At AutoZone, we can help make your refund go a long way. From brakes to engines, AutoZone has the quality parts, low prices, and expert advice to help you get your car back in top working order. So don't put it off any longer. Come to AutoZone today and put your tax refund to work before those small repairs become big ones. Because parts are just part of what we do. Get in the zone. AutoZone. My wife's monthly trip to the beauty salon was really adding up. I mean, between dyeing her roots and trimming the dead ends, we were going dead broke. So to save some money, I'm cutting it for her while she sleeps. Shh, shh, no, 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 don't wake up yet. Go to sleep, go to sleep. You're almost gorgeous. Oh, she is going to love this. There's an easier way to save. Get online. Go to Geico.com. Get a quote. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Got a question or comment? Need advice? Jump on board now by calling the show at 800-387-8025 or visit the show anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. 43 minutes after the hour, welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World. Well, you know, we talk about travel, and I often say you don't have to get on a plane and fly to Europe or Asia or South America to have an experience as travel. You can travel in your own hometown, and that certainly is the story of my next guest, Steve Bossert. Steve works here in Minneapolis, St. Paul, uh, excuse me, Minneapolis, Minnesota. I'm broadcasting from St. Paul, the tw other twin of the Twin Cities. And I noticed a thing on the evening news that Steve was walking every single street in Minneapolis. He had set out to do that, 1,600 miles, and he's, well, he's a, he's a thousand, he's 1,100 miles into it. Steve, I know there's a backstory, but I'd like you to tell me about it. How did you decide to do this? Um, I, um, I was uh, injured in a travel accident, and I needed some uh, physical therapy, kind of an exercise regimen, and um, I decided uh, a good way to do it was to be to head out my back door and explore the city. And how long ago was this accident, and what kind of accident was it? Um, it was about five years ago. My wife and I were in um, it's the second to last day of a two-week trip in Cambodia and Thailand, or Cambodia and um, Vietnam, and um, I got uh, thrown out of a, a motorcycle rickshaw. Oh. Oh, and were, was there was walking? Uh, I mean, was there a question of whether you'd be able to walk again at some point? Well, I I broke my my left femur and it was a a bad break and um, um, it took me quite a quite it took me about six months to really get back on my feet and um, and walking and. Experience. 
So, so now, now somebody who's told by their doctor they should walk more will, might go out and walk. But how did you hit upon the idea of not just walking, but covering every single street in the city of Minneapolis? Well, I love the city. Um, I moved here about 25 years ago, and um, um, I like... Uh, I like little adventures, you know. I can, I can head out and um, find a new place, or find a new corner of the city, and I, you can make a lot of little discoveries that way. Well, I was going to say, do you? I imagine you see things people whizzing by in cars and even bicycles don't. Yeah, some of the things I found, you know, a lot of what I like, you notice the details at walking speed. Um, I find a lot of um, remnants of history. Um, one thing I came across was some. Um, antique wooden street pavers that are still in the ground. Um, they're probably covered with tar for 80 years, and now they're on the surface again. And, um, you know, they're probably 120 years old. My goodness. Have you, have you encountered any difficulties while walking? In other words, have you gotten mugged? I have not gotten mugged. Um, um, I feel pretty comfortable all over the city. Um, um, I, I think it's important to kind of push your comfort zone boundaries and get out there, and I've had no troubles at all. Did, have people stopped you because they've recognized you? As I said, I saw you on the local news here in the Twin Cities. Did people stop you and say, there's the guy with the cane who's walking the entire city? I had my first uh, uh, person stop me just last week. I think that's the cane that's the giveaway. Yes. And are, are they big admirers? Is anybody? Are you, what, what was the movie? Um, oh my goodness, with uh, Tom Hanks, where he walked across the country. Uh, Forrest Gump. Um, uh, has anyone tr wanted to walk along with you, Forrest Gump-like? Um, I have. Um, I have uh, gone on a few walks with other people, which has been fun. I've been considering maybe making, um, doing public walks, but um, haven't done so yet. Do you take notes? Um. I do. I do. I, I carry a GPS with me, so I upload um, all my walks, and then, I'm, and then I have a little notebook, and then I take photos as I go along, too. What are you taking photos of? A um, little bit of everything. Um, just, just little details that I find interesting. Well, I, I, I just am in awe of you. Do you walk all seasons? I do. I walk every every month of the year. Sometimes when it's it's super cold or super hot, I'll I'll take a break. But um, you know. And how many miles might you do in the average day? I do three. I walk for an hour, which uh, gets me about three and a quarter miles. Okay. And are you blogging about this at all? Um, I have a Facebook page where I post all my photos on. And what is that page, Steve Bossert? Uh, it's actually Stephen Bossard, S-T-E-P-H-A-N. S-T-E-P-H-A-N, last name is spelled B as in boy, O-double-S-E-R-T. That's correct. Well, go to Stephen, go to Steve Bossert's uh, Facebook page and like him. Steve, I think it's a, it's a fascinating uh, pursuit. And what, you've got about another, th well, about another third to go? Yeah, I'm 67% done with the city. I've, I figure it'll take me about two more years. Well, good luck to you. We'll be following you, and I thanks for joining me on the show. Thank you. Hopefully we'll see you out on the street someday. Uh, you very well may. <laughs> Steve Bossert's walking Minneapolis every single street. Be right back with some deals. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages.
This segment of Rudy Max's World is brought to you by Service Magic. Now you can hire pre-screened home pros with confidence for repairs, remodeling, plumbing needs, maid services, and so much more. Visit www.homebuild411.servicemagic.com. That's homebuild411.servicemagic.com. 52 minutes after the hour, I'm Rudy Maxa. You're in Rudy Maxa's world where it's all travel all the time. Coming up in the next hour, if your station's sticking with us, and I've got to say the vast majority of our 145-plus stations and XM Radio do stick with us, uh, coming up we're going to talk with the Los Angeles uh, Times travel editor, Catherine Hamm. She's got some ideas about how you might save money going to Europe. If you've priced airline tickets to Europe this summer, you know they're sky high with fuel surcharges and carbon tax surcharges and, well, you know the routine. She's going to give you some tips on how you might want to save a few hundred dollars by well she'll tell you all about it that's coming up in the next hour i got a couple of deals of the week for you but first one let me mention to you i, I wanted to uh, you know it, it, this is st patrick's day weekend and you have all these people saying aaron go bra do you well what the heck does aaron go bra mean I, I i had to look it up according to wikipedia it's an anglicization of the irish phrase meant to express allegiance to ireland it's often translated as irish forever that's what aaron Gabra go bra means so you certainly can throw it around and know exactly what you're saying this weekend. Um, uh, the Myrtle Beach-based airline Direct Air abruptly stopped service this week as its parent company filed for bankruptcy. The airline, which began flying five years ago, serves 17 cities in the Midwest, in the East, and in the South. Passengers who bought future tickets with credit cards are going to get refunds, but others may or may not receive anything at all. So if you used a debit card or paid cash or a check... Stand in line in bankruptcy court. The airline blames high fuel prices and increased competition on its closure, but also says it hopes to be in flying again May 15th. Now, I'm not quite sure how they're going to do that because the airline claims debt of between 50 and $100 million. Okay, debt, 50, between 50 and $100 million. Assets, between $500,000 and $1 million. That's quite a staggering amount of uh, difference between those two. Not quite sure how they're going to manage to reopen, but we'll see come this summer. Well, there's a deal. Las Vegas spas have got together and offered a great deal this weekend. They're calling, oh, the deal sound. Deal of the week, exactly. If you're headed to Las Vegas or if you want to get some discounts on spa treatments, Vegas is the place to go between now and the 25th of March. Between now and the 25th of March, uh, a handful of hotels, spas, are offering all kinds of deals. For example, the Grand Spa at MGM Grand will give you half off the price of $170 to enjoy a hydrating vitamin B facial, infuses your skin with vitamin B5 and may leaves you with a youthful look. Leaves you with a youthful look. So 85 bucks at the Grand Spot MGM Grand, you get a hydrating vitamin B facial for $85 instead of 170 The Spot Mandalay, half the price of, of the cinnamon spice enzyme facial. That's deep cleansing, exfoliation, and extractions following a unique hot cinnamon enzyme peel that helps improve clarity, elasticity, moisture retention, texture, and the overall vitality of the skin. Obviously, I did not write this, but it's fascinating to me to read all this. Anyway, the Spa Mandalay, you can have the cinnamon spice enzyme facial, normally $135, for half price, $67.50. And then at the very uh, hip a uh, hotel called The Hotel. It's inside the Mandalay Bay, and it's called The, capital T-H-E, Hotel. At the bathhouse there, which is their spa, uh, you'll get half off in their Sense of You Sugar or Salt Scrub. Okay, that's normally $145. That's where you get exfoliated with a uh, combination of raw cane sugar or sea salts. 
It finishes with a light, relaxing massage using personalized aromatherapy oil blend and leaves spa goers with a glowing skin. I like that one. That one I'd try. What do I do? What do we, what do we choose here? Raw cane sugar or sea salt? I don't know. I'll go with the sea salt. Anyway, you'd normally pay $145 for this at the bathhouse at the hotel. It's $72.50 during Wellness Week till the 25th of March. And the spa at the Mirage is offering half off their Ginger Snap Body Treatment. It's a blend of sweet cinnamon and spicy ginger, followed by a lotion application of light vanilla. Yum! Leaving skin soft and smooth and ever so edible, it sounds. The price is $155. They'll give it to you for $77 at the spa at the Mirage. And finally, at the Luxor, the Nurture Spa and Salon, <laughs> Stallone, spa and salon will save you $60. Bucks. For $50, that's a savings of $60. For $50, a skin care therapist will customize every step of a dermatological customized facial. Okay. Double cleansing, exfoliation with the Clarisonic system. We all know the Clarisonic system, don't we? Pressure point massage, treatment mask, toner, moisturizer, and solar defense. Leave you revitalized and ready for the day. Wow. I think I'd like to do all these treatments all in one day. It'd smell like an entire, I don't know, fruit salad or something. Okay, that's a Wellness Weekend in Vegas. Let's see, is there a place you can go for more information? No, I guess you've got to go to each individual spa. So you've got the Nurture Spa and Salon at the Luxor, the Spa at the Mirage, the bathhouse at the hotel called The Hotel, the Spa at the Mandalay, Mandalay Bay, I presume, and the Grand Spa at the MGM Grand Hotels. Now, i got to tell you, you probably ought to... Uh, look into these if you're going and, and reserve way at a time. Don't show up and expect to get in because the prices are pretty good. And I can imagine I'm not the only one talking about them, although I may have brought them to you first, I hope. But uh, book your reservations ahead of time. You can reach me at 800-387-8025. If we're live and on the air, we may bring you on the air to talk about whatever subject you'd like to talk about as long as it has to do with travel or ask me a question. Otherwise, you're going to get a, a voicemail, my voice, inviting you to leave a message and your phone number and the best time to call you. Stick around. We've got a whole other hour coming up in about six minutes. Don't go away. listening to Rudy Max's World and as always you're hearing must hear radio on the SSI radio network